Welcome to Brothers King Talk, where we are alas and forsook in the year 2021. My name is Samuel. And my name is JP. Coming at you from the year 2023. <laughs> uh, yes, we are We are taking our time machine back just a couple of years now uh, to the 2021 song uh, Levitating by Dua Lipa. And it is definitely a song that... I don't know. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but this is a song that I really, I really enjoy. Um, so, so I, I, I'm really looking forward to having our conversation. What do you think? Um, I'm curious to have this conversation too. And um, if <laughs> I'll try to remember to say that at the end, but <laughs> um, okay. we'll get there. We'll get there. All <laughs> right. So to get us there quicker, Tell us um, your interesting fact of the year 2021. Well, 2021, just like 2020, was a weird year. Uh, there's a lot going on, but uh, to stay away from anything, you know, bad news-wise, you know, political and international or otherwise, something actually really cool did happen in 2021, and it was in September uh, of 2021, September 16th, the Inspiration4 launched by SpaceX, you're right, coming at you with another space fact, um, becomes the first, and I believe at this current moment only, all civilian spaceflight carrying a four-person crew on a three-day orbit of the Earth. All civilians. Like, what? That is crazy. <laughs> very nice uh, i just i i just i mean obviously that's like also like I, I don't even i don't even know i don't even understand that um it's like how like did the 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 rocket know what to do how did they descend i mean did they learn did they have to be trained did the rocket just do everything i like i don't even know it's insane and I couldn't even imagine. Well, I assume they were simply um, they were simply civilians that were still trained in the job because, you know, I, I if I understand NASA correctly, and I could be entirely misunderstanding how the organization works. Pretty much all flights into space have involved some sort of per military personnel. Sure. And so when they say this fight is completely civilian, they just simply mean there's no military personnel aboard. Right. Government officials, I guess I should say. Rather, these are no government, no military involved, just strictly um, civilians who happen to know their stuff. Yeah. Which is actually kind of cool because, um, you know... Regardless of your feelings of traveling into space or stuff, it has so far in history always been something that the government has perpetuated. So I think it's kind of cool to see private citizens getting in on the action. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just yeah, that just blew my mind. It really did. I just couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, so so that that's that's our fun fact for 2021. 
And, uh, you know, those civilians were doubtlessly levitating um, once they hit the... (laughs) I don't... Was that two puns in back-to-back episodes? I think so. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, This song was written by Clarence Coffey Jr. What a name. I would love if my last name was Coffey. That'd be such a cool last name. Right. Um... Dua Lipa, I hope I'm saying her name right, Sarah Hudson, and Stephanie Kosmanique. Kosmanique? I, I hope I'm saying that right. Stefan? Stefan Kosmanique. I am butchering that name hard. I'm sorry, <laughs> Stefan, wherever you are out there. Oh. Um, so my first thoughts upon hearing this song, I had never heard of this song before. My first thoughts upon watching it or hearing it was so disco has been resurrected. Ah. We, have, we have resurrected disco. Um, it is no longer dead. Um, and judging by the music video, this was very intentional. Like yeah. if you watch the the music video, which is technically a different version than the one we're reviewing, that's beyond the point. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the disco lights. They have the roller skates. Like they're going all in on the kind of disco nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sweet sugary love song um, from the sound of things and kind of like last week's or like old town road. I- I'll be curious if this song has anything more to it besides just the sugary sweet love song. Once we start digging into it. So that was my first thoughts. Yeah. Um, so I, I will be 100% honest. Uh, the first impression that I had was the music video. Um, because when I searched Levitating Dua Lipa, that was the first thing that popped up. Um, so it was the first thing that appeared. And so that was my first impression. And literally, this, or excuse me, what did I say? That is a really good song. That Those are the first literal words out of my mouth as soon as this song ended. You know, so many of these songs that we've listened to, uh, especially in the last 20 years, have all, spe- have all felt so repetitive and had so little variety to offer throughout the entire track. But this song, for me, checks all of those boxes. Uh, at least on the first run through, it's just a solid and amazing track. Uh, now, I will mention, as you had mentioned, there are two versions of the song. Uh, there's one with a rap verse uh, by Da Baby. Uh, and one without. And as far as I could tell in my research, it was the version without the rap verse that was actually marked as number one. So that is the version that we're going to actually take a look at in uh, in this review. Yeah, which apparently, um, not so fun fact, the, the reason why is uh, baby, um, what a rap name, <laughs> um, right. made like some controversial statements somewhere. And so pulled down his version. And so because of that, even though it was initially the more popular version, this song, this version is the one that ended up just becoming more popular since his version got cut down. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's hop right into it. My first thought on the music, poor, um, pure, cheesy, retro disco fun. Um, That's mostly how I would describe this music. Though, at least unlike some of the overproduced songs that we dealt with during the actual 70s, like we I really love that we've done so many years uh, on the show because we can compare and contrast in real time. How does this 
retro disco throwback track compared to actual disco tracks we we listen to mm-hmm. uh, and compared to those songs this song is relatively brisk and doesn't wear out its welcome too much that was a complaint we often had about some of those older songs in the 70s is the yeah. production would like just be overwhelming and they would go just a little bit too long so i appreciate Absolutely. this song doesn't do that um, a little research indicates they did use authentic vintage keyboards to create this song. And as someone who loves like vintage equipment, I can really appreciate that. Um, that they like used a real rolling keyboard to like make that, mm. make that synth line. Um, but really, with all that said, I don't have much to say about this music. Um, I like. I would I would like to say more, but it's fairly simple. Um, yeah. As a parting note, it's nice to hear some prominent bass again. Um, it feels like it's been yeah. a minute since we've had like some good bass lines, um, especially with the advent of like trap and stuff, um, mm-hmm. where the bass gets washed out in the thump of the electronics. Um, so I really appreciate the the bass lines in this, but other than that, it's it's all fairly simple, and I don't have a whole lot to say about the music. Yeah, um, you know, I, I I don't really have a whole lot to say either, but I, I feel like it's another song that has those '80s '90s influences, um, and obviously this was very popular in 2020, uh, 20, 2021 with, like we mentioned, the weekend, and then uh, now we've got Dua Lipa. And I think it just works so well. Um, you know, it's extremely catchy. It has a vibe that just wants you to, you know, just wants to get your foot tapping. It's got a lot of charm. And I think that the way they uh, added and removed the backing track in certain areas really uh, accentuates uh, Dua Lipa's vocals in just a way that is absolutely perfect. Um, I think the way that they incorporate extra little things like the claps, for example, and the rhythm of her voice just makes everything so solid. I actually like the use of claps more here than something like a snare drum, for example, where it would essentially facilitate the exact same idea, you know, a high-pitched percussive instrument. But it adds an element of when you're grooving and you're singing along and you're just kind of jamming with the song, uh, it's something that you kind of also, the listener, want to participate in. And so I just feel like they did a really good job with that. It just kind of created this sense of, you know, you are part of the song just as much as the artist is. And just as much as, you know, if you're watching the music video, like they're having a party and you're also kind of in on that party, right? It just feels very much like everyone is uh, kind of impacting everything together. Very nice. And, um, that that kind of just here for a fun party vibe, I feel like that carries over into the lyrics. Um, as far as I can tell, the lyrics are mostly sugary fluff, which I have said this time and time again. Like, that's not a bad thing. Silly Love Song by Paul McCartney is one of my all-time favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, and I hate to compare one song to another and be like, because it doesn't do what that song did, it's bad. Like, that's not what mm. I'm getting. But where that song was like sheer cheesy fun, but with like a message of, you know, it's okay just to sing about love. We all need to love each other more. Mm -hmm. These lyrics feel less um, 
substantial. Like I said, they feel just more sugary, like sure. in and out really quick. So with lyrics like my sugar boo, I'm levitating. I don't think any of this is te- meant to be taken overly serious. Um, with that said, there is a slight sensual undertone to the song, which may have more to do with uh, Dua Lipa herself than anything in the lyrics, but it's at least worth noting. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, much like the music, I don't have too much to say about these lyrics. They're just kind of exist. They're like, like they just remind me of like a, a I don't know, bubble gum or something. Where mm-hmm. yeah, it's nice for a moment, but then you know it's it's gone in a few seconds, and I just kind of move on with my life. Okay. Uh, I would have personally appreciated the removal of some choice words, but as I don't feel like they add anything to the songs. But outside of that, it's just it is what it is. The song exists, and it doesn't really leave an effect on me other than being a bit catchy. Um, like it did get stuck in my head for a minute. And I was kind of laying in bed with my wife last night, being like, I want you, you want me. But other than that, like, yeah, right. Um, But it was like just a momentary, like, wading through my head, not something I was thinking about or something that made me, like, feel any particular emotion. Mm. So just out of, you know, just kind of a random question. Like, a lot of these I've been looking up on the genius.com just as an idea of, trying to understand some of these songs more. Um, what is the main thing that you, like, when when you talk to your wife, is the main way that you get her attention or, or address her is just you use her name? Or do you have, like, a, you know, other name, like Han, uh, Babe, Sweetheart, something like that? Yeah, of course. Most, most couples do. Um, right. In my case, yeah. And and I think so. So for for me, um, that's hun or or honey. Like that's the that's that's my. I don't. It's just the default. It's what it's become over the years, and and I'm sticking to it. And I think, at least for Dulipa, and now I don't I don't necessarily know because I don't know her personally, but I think Sugarboo is her honey, or is her hun. So, whereas that's something that I use for my wife, this could be a term of endearment or uh, a pet name, as you were, uh, for a person that she cares about. And so, I, I, I feel like, according to the art, according to Dulipa's own explanation of the song, it's about meeting someone and falling in love, and then thinking that you've met them at the perfect time, the right place, at the right time. And you feel like that is the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life. And it's just that realization that you have met the, you have met your person is, is a sense of feeling free and you're in this honeymoon phase of a relationship that never goes away. And it's just fun and exciting. And I think this song really captures that, that emotion really well. And the idea of flying away and dancing and exploring new and exciting places together is a fascinating connection that is made here. And I think overall the lyrics really work to that uh, feeling. It's like the feeling of levitating is obviously something that very few people have ever actually gotten a a true levitation, you know, like zero gravity or something like that, Um, is something that is just 
beyond uh, beyond our understanding for the most part. And I think that's kind of the closest that we could possibly get is finding a person that we know is the right person at the right place and the right time. And you know that this, it's almost like you can feel your life changing right before your very eyes. And it's changing for the better. And it's like, you, it's changing in the best way possible because you found your person. You found this person that makes you feel, you know, truthfully like you don't have any other cares in the world like you were truly that free and so with that i really think the lyrics do a really good job i think um you know on on the surface they're really simplistic but after you like kind of take that and they kind of pick it apart even further i think probably even unintentionally these lyrics have that deeper meaning and as someone you know married child with the love of my life, you know, I, I'm with, a, you know, my, my soulmate, as we would call them. I know that feeling. I know that feeling of when I had that realization of this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And this is the person that I'm happy to be with. And this is the person that fills me with joy. And I feel like this song really captures that. That's fair. Um <laughs> All right, I'm going to go into one of my old man rants. You ready? Uh, I think those feelings, those emotions are totally valid. Everyone gets them. But love at first sight or that the whole entire soulmate deal is all total bullcrap as far as I'm concerned. And here's what I mean by that. Um, Yes, there are some people you're more compatible with than other people. Like emotionally... um, you know, spiritually, mentally, you know, there's certain people that you're going to mesh with better on certain levels. But outside of that, these emotions of feeling really happy and feeling that sugar rush, they are great and they are totally relevant, but they are so short-lived. And then the, the real work of making any relationship work is going to start. And I think what what happens a lot of times is people are are chasing the emotions like in this song. You know, they want to feel like they're levitating. And the moment they're brought that back down to earth, they're like, oh, this isn't it. I guess I'm out. Peace. And uh, it's just I don't and not to say songs like this are bad. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about that emotion, being happy about it, writing a song. But I feel like when the song is nothing but that emotion and like that's all I want in all my life, you're selling yourself really short for the work and also the the true reward that comes with working past that initial emotion. Okay, old man ran done. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. I there there are certain aspects of of this where you know it's kind of it's kind of weird. Uh, I don't know with so i've been married now i've been with my wife now in a relationship with her for going on 10 years going on 10 years and i truly feel like i'm still in that honeymoon phase with my wife and it's like this this feeling of you know every time i you know it's it's it sounds so cheesy and i'm and i'm cringing at myself as i say this but it's like i'm at work all day she's at work all day 
and then it's like when we when when we see each other at after the end of a long day it's just this feeling of like finally like i i've i've missed you so much and and it's just i don't know i don't know it's like uh that's i guess it, it's one of those things where it's you know it's a personal opinion um but i i feel like this it, it captures the emotion uh of that feeling whether it's love at first sight or whether it's love at the right place in the right time i think is is not it's up for debate but i feel like overall this song is about being in love and then realizing that it's the person that you want to be with for forever that's fair so my final thoughts on this i think are me less generous than yours um <laughs> this song reminds me of a really sugary breakfast cereal it can be fun at first like you know um there's this Great comedy bit I love on Captain Crunch. And it says, you know, Captain Crunch has three ingredients. Sugar, crack cocaine, and fiberglass. <laughs> sugar, fiberglass, and crack cocaine. That's funny. That, that um, is the three ingredients in Captain Crunch. And much like a bowl of Captain Crunch, it can be really fun. I love Captain Crunch. It's one of my favorite cereals. But after two or three bowls, your mouth feels numb, both from, you yeah, know, the shards and, and also the sugar. Like, just all the sugar makes my mouth feel numb. And you, I feel, once I'm done with those first two or three bowls, I feel no desire to eat it for the foreseeable future. I need, like, a few months break before I ever get to it again. Mm. That's how I feel about the song. It's nice at first. But then I just start feeling numb to it, and I'm just like, I can take it or leave it. I don't care. Maybe I'll eventually come back to it. And don't get me wrong. I am all for that um, euphoric feeling of love. I love love. Um, I think it's a, a noble, wonderful thing to have in your life. I just feel like it's so much deeper than just the sugar fluff I'm being fed. So music and lyrics, I give both a one and a half. Um, I think they're both perfectly acceptable and they do what they should. Fine, like they both meet their goals, but don't do much more for me. Mm. Um, and overall, I give it a one. I had not even heard this song existing, so I don't see it impacting culture a whole lot. It's And beyond that, um, it just doesn't leave any impact on me emotionally. So I think at the end of this day, it's a retro song that was popular for the moment, but that retro isn't going to just carry it to the future necessarily. So I give it a four out of nine. Interesting. Interesting. Just out of curiosity, um, are you on TikTok? Uh, <laughs> so the only reason I ever look at TikTok is because my wife will send me videos and so when she sends me videos, I have like two people I follow and I'll watch the video she sent me and then maybe scroll and watch their newest video. And that's it. Okay. So, so not, not really, not really. No. Okay. I think that's why you've never heard this song because this song, as you might've, as you might've guessed uh, from the TikTok logo in the elevator on the music video, um, this song was, made popular by TikTok primarily. Uh if I'm not mistaken, 
Dua Lipa got her start on TikTok. And Which so, a lot of songs nowadays are TikTok-centric. It's true. Very true. And uh, I've got some thoughts about uh, next week's song uh, for the same for the same reason. But um, I think that's probably why, because truthfully, you know, you, you just mentioned you're just like, I felt like I'd never heard this song before today or before, you know, I listened to it. And so I feel like it had no impact on culture. It was just like Old Town Road was so hard to um, get away from in 2019. This song was inescapable on TikTok. Every other video was utilizing some portion of this song in their videos. And so if you're not on that level, if you're not on that social media, I can completely understand your your uh, view that this had no impact on culture because it didn't have any impact on culture because that's not just not something that you really partake in. I mean, I'm not a huge TikTok person either, um, but my wife is. And so when she's scrolling, it's like I would hear this song every single day on repeat, not because she was listening to it, because she was, but because she was scrolling. So I will say overall, I feel like this is a song that a lot of people can relate to. Um, I feel like the lyrics are really solid in what they're attempting to portray. And the music is put together so well that no point in the song feels uninteresting and boring or, or um, just, just uh, kind of loses my attention. Um, so I feel like the other thing is the song is a really good length, you know, being almost four minutes long. I can say for someone like me who listens to some songs on repeat that are just nonstop, like I'm listening to a song right now by Set It Off featuring Hatsune Miku called Why Do I? And that's like only two and a half minutes. It's a very short song. And so I've been listening to it on repeat. But after about 15 listens, that's only like half an hour, 35 minutes. Um, it gets boring. It gets old. It's like I, it's not like a song that I can listen to 100 times in a row because I hear the same thing. It's like, wow, I just heard that a minute ago. Um, but this song doesn't do that. It's got, it's nearly three and a half minutes through, through uh, four minutes long. And I think it's just extremely solid in the way that it does it. Uh, so I think the song, I think that's kind of why this song was as popular as it was, because it takes, the, there, there's a lot of different areas that people can take from it and use what they feel and use what they want. So with this, I gave the music a, a three. Um, I, like you said at the very beginning of this, disco is coming back, and I hope it's here to stay this time around. I'm having fun. Uh, lyrics are 2.5 um, for all of the reasons that I stated in, in my uh, my lyrics breakdown. Um, I feel like they do exactly what they're supposed to do. Um, they could be better in some areas, but I, I don't know personally how I would do that, um, and that's why I'm you know, not the one writing the song. And then a 2.5 is the overall. Um, I could potentially push that up to a three um, if I personally use TikTok very much, but I don't. So 2.5 uh, from what I know of the cultural impact that it had at the time and the fact that it's still really popular. And I mean, I hear it on the radio every now and again, uh, even today. So total of, let me check my math, uh, uh, eight out of nine. Wow, we are very, we are like literally like polar opposites on this as far as you just doubled my number, so. I mean, 
to be fair, there's been other songs where it's been flip flop for sure. <laughs> yeah, for, oh for sure. Um, and so, and I'm sure it'll happen in the future. I just that's that's the fun of uh, talking about music and getting those different opinions. Yeah. And then uh, you know, on my other podcast, there's a a disagreement about a particular song in an artist's discography, and every time that song pops up in my playlist, I will take a screenshot of it and send it to my other co-host. <laughs> <just to play. laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's half the fun of all this. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, uh, that is going to be our where we wrap up this uh, episode. And uh, so uh, we will go ahead and close this out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate uh, your you being on this journey with us over the past. Gosh, I don't know how many years it's been now. Three-ish. Wow. Yeah. Seems crazy. Seems crazy. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, we thank you for listening and we invite you to join us on next week's episode, which will be the final episode in our list. And who knows what after that, what, uh, what comes after that. That being said, my name again is JP and this has uh, been 2021's Dua Lipa's Levitating. And my name is Samuel. As always, this has been a Brothers King Media production.